Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with extraordinary you this morning here on this beautiful Tuesday morning. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back and tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. And when you acknowledge yourself like that, that's a form of loving yourself. And why does that matter? Well, to me, it matters because the more I love myself, number one, it feels good. Two, it gives me more confidence. It allows me to go after my goals and dreams at a higher level. Type into the chat, declare today is a great day. Today is a great day. And uh, we're up to lesson number 17 from Napoleon Hill's Principles of Success. 17 is Cosmic Habit Force. And I'm going to read to you directly from Hill here. The orderliness of the world of natural laws gives evidence that they're, they are under the control of a universal plan. Man is the only living creature equipped with the power of choice through which he may establish his own thought and behavior patterns. You have the power to break bad habits and to create good ones in their place at will. You are where you are and what you are because of your established habits and thoughts and deeds. And I want to read a, a little bit of that again because to me it's just so powerful. You have the power to break bad habits and to create good ones in their place, snap your fingers at will. Here's a quote from the book, The Power of Focus, one of my favorite personal development books by Mark Victor Hansen, Les Hewitt, and Jack Canfield. Our habits determine up to 90% of our normal behavior. Our habits determine up to 90% of our normal behavior. The music that you listen to, that's a habit. The books you read, the type of books, the time you go to bed, the clothing you wear, the type of hairstyle you have, where you live, kind of car you drive, whether you, you keep your car immaculate or not so much, whether your desk is nice and tidy or not so much. So they say, Canfield, Hanson, and, and uh, Hewitt, our habits determine up to 90% of our normal behavior. So the way that, based on what they're telling you, and I believe this to be true for me, my day is going to go pretty much the way my Tuesdays go. And I have the ability to make a choice. And I can change a habit at will. You can change a habit at will. You can change your diet. Most people on the planet are going to eat today what they normally eat. But you have free will to make a different choice. Most people on the planet today are going to do the exercises they normally do on a Tuesday or the exercises they don't do. But you could choose to start exercising today or you could choose to exercise with more intensity. You could shoot most people, their attitude today is going to be how their attitude is always about their life, about their circumstances, about their marriage, about their fitness. But you could choose to have a, a better attitude today if you wanted to. 
Our habits can be negative, neutral, or positive. Imagine what would happen if you took a major negative habit and turned it into a neutral or positive habit. So let's just say smoking, right? You're smoking cigarettes. And let's say most people would agree that's a negative habit. And so somebody could say, you know what? Today's the day I'm not going to smoke anymore. And they literally could, could shift their entire life in regards to their health on that one decision. But it's not just smoking. This is everything in your life. So you just take a step back. Your brain will answer virtually any question you ask it. Ask your brain, what's a habit that I would consider negative that I could change that habit into, into being positive? Somebody could have the habit of being divisive. That's how they communicate with you. They're divisive. And they could choose to be loving. And their entire experience of the world would change. Instead of being harsh, be kind. You could literally decide right now, somebody in your life, you're going to be more loving to. And you can make that your habit. And your relationship with that person would snap your fingers. It would literally transform out of the habit of how you're showing up for that human being. The ultimate habit, how you treat others. So let's talk about some states of being that produce powerful results in treating others. And then let's talk about some states of being that don't produce powerful, positive results in relationships with others. One is being of service. Right now, I'm being of service for you. There's no cost for today's training. We're making the recordings available at dailymotivationalcall.com. I showed up on time, I'm bringing energy, I'm being service. That's a powerful way to be with somebody. Or the ultimate way to be with somebody is loving. Being loving or being kind or being compassionate. Here are ways of being with somebody, habits that some people have that do not produce positive, powerful results in relationships. Being angry, being jealous. Being judgmental, not listening. Now, I'm not saying those ways of being are wrong. I'm simply saying there are consequences when we show up in that way in our relationships with people. So we're talking about the habit of how you treat others. So just observe yourself right now. Take a look and go, any room for me to improve in how I treat others? And if you acknowledge that, notice we have habits of how we're being in this world. And so if you change a habit and you're being more loving and more kind and less jealous and less angry and less judgmental, you're going to experience a powerful shift. And it can be a permanent shift if it becomes the new habit, the new way of being for you. Okay, here's your next habit. And this has to do with how you treat yourself. The habit of accepting your greatness. I was on a coaching call today with a client, a little, little bit before our call today. 
And this client coaches billionaires. That's literally like who his target market is. It's like mind blowing to me. I don't know if I have any current relationships with billionaires, but that's who this gentleman coaches. And so one of the things that I coach him on is accepting his greatness because he's extraordinary, just like you. What, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you see extraordinary you? You know what I used to see when I used to look in the mirror? I used to see average and ordinary. And I'm working on seeing my greatness. I see it, but I'm working on seeing it even more. I haven't mastered that one yet. I'm working on it. Getting better at it. Accepting my greatness. Forget about me. This isn't about me. This is about you. This is about you accepting your greatness. So let's talk about business. I'm a sales trainer. So a habit that some people have is they don't ask for the order at the end of their sales presentation. So you can just check in with yourself. Do you have that habit of, if you're in sales, powerfully, consistently asking for the order at the end of the presentation? And if you don't, and then you said, you know what, today's the day, I'm gonna create this as a new habit and I'm gonna powerfully, consistently ask for the order moving forward. Do you realize that one thought shift, I don't ask for the order to I ask for the order will transform your income. Like it literally what the amount of money you have in your life will show up differently by changing it from I don't ask for the order to I ask for the order. Isn't that fascinating? Language creates our reality. So when you change your language, it changes what shows up in reality. Use your imagination to answer this question. What negative habits do I have that I can turn into positive habits? That one question can create transformation for you. Because if, if you take a negative habit, like eating food that doesn't serve you, or excessively drinking alcohol to numb yourself because you don't want to deal with reality, right? That's what a lot of people do with prescription drugs or recreational drugs or alcohol. They have the habit of, I don't want to deal with my reality, so I'm going to numb it. And the obvious problem is that that temporarily works, and then you wake up out of the, the effects of the prescription drugs or the alcohol wears off, and where are you? Right back where you were. So I don't numb my feelings with prescription drugs or alcohol. I don't have any criticism on anybody that does, but I want to feel that pain. I want to feel whatever that emotion is so I can grow from it. And if somebody has the habit of numbing what, what you're, this is my opinion, it's not a fact, it's just how I look at the world. You're denying yourself the growth that you want or you wouldn't be on this call with me right now. Like, why would you come to a call about growth if you didn't want the growth? But you know where the growth comes from? Sometimes it comes from the pain. Language habits. Negative self-talk. 
there's an idea I call likely predictable future. Likely, the likely predictable future, if you have negative self-talk, is it wears on your self-esteem. So if you're doing that as a habit, if you're talking negatively to yourself, if you're your harshest critic, understand that it predictably is wearing on your self-esteem. And maybe you never thought of it like that. And maybe by me telling you that, you'll lose interest in negative self-talk. And why do we do negative self-talk? Because it's a habit. And where did it come from? Back when you were a little kid, ages five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, this thought got in your head, be hard on yourself, speak negatively to yourself. For whatever reason, however that thought got in there, and when the thought got in there, you embraced it. And now it's decades later and you're still doing it. I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm saying it as a notice. A notice that you right now, snap my fingers, you could lose interest in negative self-talk. And you can be kind to yourself and you can love yourself and you can acknowledge your greatness. And you know what? I'm going to wrap with this last thought. You can get the bonus video from Napoleon Hill at dailymotivationalcall.com. I'm going to wrap with this last thought here. What was I going to tell you? All right. I'll have to come back to me tomorrow. Okay. Negative self-talk. Everything counts. We'll wrap with that idea. Everything counts. Every action that you take, every like a like on social media, a direct message on social media, a phone call, a text, how you interact with the person at Starbucks, everything counts. I want you to really take some time today and think about what are the habits that you have? What are the positive ones? Oh, I remembered what I was going to tell you guys. It has to do with screwing up, okay? Because I screw up. And so when I screw up, here's the question. What do you do when you screw up? Right? That That is a real question, right? If I have an appointment and I no-show the appointment, and that happens every once in a while. It doesn't make it onto my calendar. And the person texts me, Eric, where are you? We're supposed to be meeting right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Right? So that's a pretty big screw up. No show, no call, an appointment. You know what I do? I notice it. And that's it. I don't pile on myself. I don't go, oh my gosh, Eric, you're such a loser. You screw up again. I don't do that. Because when I miss an appointment, Occasionally, stuff like that happens. There's 15 other good things I did or great things I did that day. So I can put a magnifying glass on my one screw-up or my two screw-ups or my three screw-ups, or I can put a magnifying glass on the 15 or 20 other amazing things or good things I did that day. I don't see any value in putting a magnifying glass on my screw-ups. So I don't have that as a habit anymore. I have a habit of I acknowledge that I screwed up, and I put a magnifying glass on all the things that I'm doing to make the world a better place. That's going to wrap up our session today. Those of you on Zoom, thank you all for joining me. We had 22 of you. Sue, Allison, Carol, Christina, Dave, David, Harumi, Lynn, Mary, Michael, 
uh, Michelle, Neil, Primo, Quilly, Richard, Samuel, Sheila, Steve, and Todd. Thank you all for joining me. You guys have a fantastic day today.